Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. The Bible tells us that God wants to give us a peace, even in the midst of our discouragement, that passes our own human logical understanding. And that's important to realize that the Christian life is a supernatural life. In Philippians 4.4 or 4.6, it says... Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And here it is. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. That's so good, right? What he's saying is we need to pray until the Lord gives us a peace, right? And that he gives us peace in our minds, peace in our hearts, and and God can do that. And you say, well, well, How does he do that? Well, it says that it surpasses all understanding. I don't know exactly how he does it, but I know that when we pray, God works in us and he can give us a peace. You know, have you ever had some dilemma or some problem in life or you're discouraged and you just can't sleep and you get up at night, go in the living room and just start praying, God, I don't know what I'm going to do. Whatever it is, can't make the payment for this or I'll lose my job or whatever or or this relationships, whatever. And, And you pray and then you just, as the Bible says, you cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. And then you just get this peace like, oh, I'm not God. I'm not in charge of the universe. I'm not going to control everybody. And as you pray, God helps you to come to reality. You're not going to control anybody. <laughs> the only person you get to control, and you can't even do that, is yourself, right? I mean, that you get to say, Lord, I want to surrender to you. I want to serve you, follow you, and I want you to direct my life. And I know, God, that you're faithful. And when I give my life to you, that you're going to lead me in the way everlasting, right? You're going to do what's best for me because you know the future. Now, David doesn't know the future. And so he stops talking to God who does know the future and starts telling himself what to do, causes trouble. He doesn't pray. Jesus said in Luke 18, 1, then men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Now, why would Jesus say that? Well, because we're going to lose heart from time to time, right? You're going to get discouraged. Every one of us are prone to lose heart just like David did. And You know, when we get to that place, what do we do? We need to pray. We need to talk things over with God because he is the wonderful counselor. Uh, Isaiah 28, 29 says, who is wonderful in counsel and excellent in guidance, right? You can talk things over with God and you can say, Lord, help me. I don't know what to do. And, and, And some of you might think, well, you just pray and ask God to help you when you're discouraged and, and, and he'll help you. Absolutely. Yeah. If you haven't ever done it, you should try it. It's really good. <laughs> but we can get to the place where we're like, I'm not hearing it from anybody, you or you or God or anybody. And then we just start listening to ourselves and then we make bad choices and God doesn't want that. And, and so we need to come to God and, and we need to be reminded. You, you, wouldn't, you couldn't imagine how many times I talk to people who are going through some difficult thing and I'll say to them, well, have you prayed about this? And they look at me like, what does that have to do with anything? Well, if you're a Christian, God is God. He created the universe. He created you. He created everything. And he might have something for you. You might want to, and like, or, or sometimes people come to the church and they got this drama going on and we'll say, oh, well, let's pray for you. I'm like, no, I don't want prayer. I want you to really do something. I'm like, look, God is the one who can really do something. I, I can't do very much, right? I mean, you can ask my wife. I mean, but God, he can do a lot, right? He can do 
A lot of, and, and the Bible tells us that we need to have that right perspective. We need to come to God. In fact, the Bible says in Hebrews 4, 16, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. When you're in time of need, you need to boldly come to God. What does that mean? That you just start praying, Lord, help me. God is gonna finish the work that he started in your life. I don't know if you've ever felt like God's not gonna finish the work in me. He can't. I, I've thought that. I thought, I think God can't finish it because I'm too messed up. He can't help me. But the truth is, again, when you talk to yourself and say, I know what God can and can't do. I don't know what God can and can't do. I don't know where the edge of space is. You ever thought of that? God created the universe and space. And, and where is the edge of space where it says the end? This is where God put that sign. I don't know where that's at. Paul said in Philippians 3.13, brethren, speaking to us, the church, I do not count myself to have apprehended. In other words, I don't know everything. But one thing I do know Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead. Paul's saying, look, I don't know everything, but there's one thing I do know that I need to forget some things, right? You need to have the capacity to forget some things that need to be forgotten, right? And, and that's so important to understand. Mistakes of the past, hurts that have happened, hurts that you've done to people, hurts that have happened to you. There's things we need to leave it behind because if we live in the past, you, you really, it doesn't do you any good, right? You can't go back and change things. Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for your sins so you can be forgiven. He wants to heal you and restore you. And you need to forget some things. Like, like David, he's just thinking about Saul's trying to kill him. And, and instead of thinking about, well, God is going to take care of Saul and I'm going to be the king one day, all he's thinking about is the past. Well, the last 10 years it's been like this and it's never going to change. Is that true? It's not true right? It's going to change in just a couple chapters, right? And, but, but we just live in the past, and God doesn't want us to live in the past. And, and so we need to understand that there's some things you need to forget about your past. What are those things? Well, uh, the Bible tells us that anything that's bad or anything that would discourage us, so we don't want to meditate on things that would cause us to think things that are contrary to God's word. Now, how do you do that? Well, 2 Corinthians 10, 4 says this, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And then here it is, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So any thought or doctrine that's contrary to the scriptures, exalting itself against the knowledge of God, step one in spiritual battle is to take that thought captive, right? You test it. How is this according to God's word? And if it's contrary or exalts itself against God's word, then you need to cast it out. Like, hey, I'm not going to think about that. And this is an important lesson for every believer to realize that you get to choose what you think about. The Bible says in Proverbs 23, 7, for as he thinks in his heart, so he is. See, what you think about, it affects who you become as a person. Now, what should we be thinking about if we shouldn't be thinking about things that are contrary to God's word? Well, God gave us a nice little list in Philippians 4.8. Here's what you should meditate on and think about. It says, finally, brethren, or Christians, whatever things, now here's the list. Here's what you should be thinking about. Whatever things are true, that's the most important, true or noble or just or pure, so that gets rid of, you know, a lot of Snapchat, uh, lovely, <laughs> of good report, of virtue, praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So those are the things we should be meditating on. What you think about has a significant impact on your life. And the Bible says to meditate on things that are true, right? Not things that are a lie. We can tell ourselves lie. And, and we live in a society, if you're not good at telling yourself lies, you can just get on social media and it'll lie to you, right? You're like, oh, tell me some lies, right? Whatever it is. And, uh, and if you're into politics, oh my, then it's like, man, that's mega lies from uh, whatever. But, uh, but here's the thing. 
the Bible tells us we need to know the truth. And we need to meditate on truth because truth is going to lead you to a life that's filled with joy and peace and love. And lies lead you to a life that's filled with discouragement and depression and sadness, right? Because when you believe those lies, it brings you down, bums you out. And that's why Jesus said in John 8, 32, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. I love that. So good, right? And, and why are people not free? Why are people living in bondage? Why will I not trade places with my relatives in Hawaii? Because they reject the truth, they believe lies, and it causes a lot of drama. And that, is in return, uh, it, the result of that, the fruit of that, is discouragement and sadness, right? And God doesn't want that. Jesus said, I have come that your life may be full of joy. He wants you to have joy and peace and love. The fruit of the Spirit is love, peace, joy, long-suffering, patience, kindness. And that comes from knowing the truth. It comes from meditating on the truth. It comes from not believing lies. And so, for all of us to know that we're going to get discouraged from time to time. And we need to learn this lesson from David. When you get discouraged, don't counsel yourself. <laughs> You just get double the stupidity, <laughs> right? Double the discouragement, double the despair, right? Uh, but what do we need to do? We need to pray. And we need to say, Lord, help me to think on good thoughts. Help me to think on true thoughts. Help me to take every thought captive, right? And help me to meditate on those things that are true and noble and just and pure and lovely. And when you do that, things are so much better. Now, we still have troubles, right? I mean, I have problems, right? But, but the truth is, I know the truth, and I know, know what, no matter what happens, I know that all things work together for good for those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. So I know that God is going to help me through it. He's going to see me through it. So I never let myself get really that down, right? Sometimes my wife will get sad for whatever reason. I'll say, what's the matter? And she's sad. And I'll tell her, hey, look, you just need to look at the good. You need to meditate on the things that are pure and true and noble and just and lovely and of good report. And when you start thinking about that, you're like, oh, I live in a great town. I have a great church. I have a great family. And I mean, you just think about all the good things that you have. Like you don't live in Liberalville. I mean, people, I mean, you just think about the good things about living where we live. People here think that they should be responsible for their own choices. I mean, it's like, that's so awesome, right? We live in a place where people think that working is good. I mean, that's so good. I mean, you could live in a place where people think all those things are bad, but, but God loves you and he wants to bless you. And here's the thing. If you're here today and you're saying, you know what, Pastor Bob, I'm not discouraged. I don't need to hear this sermon. Just wait a little bit. <laughs> it's coming. And then, and then if you're here today and you're discouraged, think, hey, you need to know that God loves you and he brought you here today to encourage you and to help you to understand that you need to take your thoughts captive. Don't allow all those bad thoughts of the past. That's not godly. That's not biblical to think about all the bad things, right? It leads to discouragement. When I first got saved, I would think about all the bad things I did to people and all the stuff that I got people involved with that was so bad for them, and, and I was just sad. And then I read the Bible, and it said, hey, take your thoughts captive. Stop thinking about those things. Start looking at the good. Start looking forward. Forget those things that are behind. Reach ahead to the things that God has for you in the future. And you know, when I started doing that, well, then my mind started shifting, and then I began to be transformed by the renewing of my mind by God's word. And, and now, you know what? I, I enjoy life. Yeah, not because I'm trouble-free. I got problems. I drive on the same road you do. I'm with those people. But... I know that this too will pass, <laughs> right? I mean, I know that God's going to be with me, whatever it is. No matter what we face, that he loves us and he's going to help us. Now, the first step to experience a joyful life, Jesus said, I have come that you have joy and that your joy would be abundant, is that you need to have a personal relationship with Jesus. And if you're here today and you never accepted Jesus into your life, that's the first step, is to ask Jesus in, to forgive your sin, and fill, fill you with his spirit, to invite him in. And when you do that, 
that begins the journey where he begins to transform you and change you. And so we're going to pray this morning. And if you've never accepted Jesus into your life, I'm going to lead us in a prayer. And if you'd like to receive Jesus, then you can just repeat after me. So let's bow our heads. And if you'd like to accept Jesus in your life, if you've never done it, or maybe you want to rededicate your life, maybe you did it a long time ago, but you haven't been following him, and you want to invite him in, I'm going to lead us in a prayer, and you can just repeat after me. So if you want to invite Jesus in your life, repeat after me. And you saints, help us out. Dear Jesus, I admit I'm a sinner. And I need your forgiveness. I invite you into my life. Fill me with your spirit and help me to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you, and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will...